Oh yes, a recession is coming, that is my prediction, and I'm gonna show you how I know this using some basic logic, using some basic math, and then a little bit of a history lesson that I just learned about, because before I did this, I wanted to make sure, are, are you sure, Claire, are you sure you don't have any blind spots in your logic? And not only are there not blind spots, this statistic that I'm gonna show you is just that much more compelling evidence that assuming the Federal Reserve does what it says it's going to do, a recession is without doubt coming. Now, in order for this to all make the most sense, we need to understand how bonds work. And just very, very basic, a simple relationship is this. When bond prices go down, so this is gonna represent prices of bonds, the relationship is this, is that the interest rate associated with that bond goes up. And we'll call that the IR for interest rate. So one final time, if bond prices go down, interest rates go up. And these interest rates are associated with car payments, mortgage payments, you know, consumer debt, credit card payments, all that sort of stuff. That is what is associated with this interest rate right here, which again, goes up if bond prices go down. But what the Federal Reserve has been doing is this right here. They've been sitting right here, this blue line is representing the Fed, and they have been buying all sorts of bonds. So you have all sorts of sellers that are showing up. Sellers here, sellers here, sellers here, more sellers, more sellers, more sellers. And with all this selling, the price of bonds has barely fluctuated to the downside. Now, why would the Fed not want the price of bonds to go down? Hopefully you're saying, well, Clay, because that would mean that interest rates would go up. And interest rates going up, that can cause pain. That causes mortgage payments to go up, car payments to go up, et cetera, et cetera. Not to mention, Clay, they've already been starting to raise interest rates, which is true. But this is a two-pronged attack. And yes, the Fed has done prong number one, which is just raising the federal fund rate, just in other words, raising interest rates. But the other prong, they have not yet even begun. And what they've been doing is sitting here and buying, buying, buying. And the Fed is buying all that to prevent prices going down. Clay, where are they getting all this money to keep buying and buying and buying? Well, that's where money printing comes into play, right? You've heard the Federal Reserve, oh, they, they print money. How do they print money? In the bond market. And this is how, as people are wanting to sell and sell and sell, they are sitting there buying and buying and buying. So when, as a seller, right? I wanna sell, okay, here's your money for selling. Hey, I wanna sell too, okay, here's your money for selling. But that money that they're giving to the seller is just created out of thin air. And in doing so, and I, I realize I keep repeating this, but this is very, very critical, they are preventing bond prices from going down, which keeps interest rates low, right? And keep that stimulates the economy. Low interest, or that's at least the theory of it, but it keeps every, you know those, those mortgage payment lows and, and all those sort of debt payments low because interest rates are low because the Federal Reserve is not allowing those bond prices to go down. But prong number two, which again, we're operating under the assumption that this is what they're gonna do. But prong number two is this. The Federal Reserve is saying, yeah, you see this right here? Nope, we're not doing it anymore. We're no longer gonna be right there. In fact, what the Federal Reserve is saying is, we are now joining this. The Federal Reserve is now gonna start selling bonds, all of them that they have bought. So think about this. Not only are they no longer buying bonds, they're gonna start selling bonds. 
In other words, quote unquote, shrinking the balance sheet. That's going to be the terminology that you hear. The Fed needs to start to shrink the balance sheet. That means selling those bonds that they have bought. Now, from just a, a good old fashioned perspective, what does it seem they're you know having a good chance of happening here? If the biggest buyer is now no longer buying because they're gone, but the biggest buyer has actually now turned into a seller, is it reasonable? Is it logical to think that, you know, bond prices probably gonna go down. And when that happens, interest rates are gonna go up. And remember, this is prong number two. Prong number one that they've already been doing and say they're gonna continue to do is raise interest rates in and of themselves. So you're gonna have two forces both working on shoving interest rates higher. Now, this is the crazy part that I just came across and learned, but this just is kind of the cherry on top of why, in my mind, I don't see how a recession does not happen. So in a recent article here at Bankrate, the Federal Reserve policy you've never heard of could have the biggest effect on your wallet. Well, you have now heard of it. That's just what we talked about. And what the, this policy that they're talking about is a whole shrinking the balance sheet, which like I said, you now understand in terms of the bond market. But this is the statistic that just blew my mind. And they go into all sorts of stuff. And right here, here's a balance sheet, right? So the balance sheet that we've been talking about, you know, basically how many bonds at white, probably a poor choice there. Absolutely massive. We're talking over $8 trillion. But the other thing to remember is back in 2000, this area right here. Let's just call it 2 trillion, okay? Remember the 2 trillion number? This was back, uh, you know, several years ago. So, whoops. <laughs> okay, so get ready. So right here. The Fed has only ventured down this road once before. So again, what is this road? The whole shrinking the balance sheet, no longer buying bonds, but also not buying, but starting to sell them. That is the road that they're talking about. And they've done it once before. So logic would say, okay, cool. So we have some history here. What happened last time this occurred? And remember, the last time this was going on was when that balance sheet was, let's just call it 2T. Approximately $2 trillion was the last time that they tried to do this. Balance sheet, $2 trillion. But we now know based on that graph that the balance sheet is essentially four times higher at $8 trillion. But again, what we're looking at it is history and the last time I did it when the balance sheet was at $2 trillion. And when did they do this? Well, this was when the economy was recovering from the Great Recession of 2007 to 2009. Back then, they managed to vacuum just about $700 billion out of the system. Now, this is a little goofy because vacuum makes you think that they're actually, you know, you know, somehow buying, but remember, they're not buying, they're they're selling. So, in other words, they got rid of 700 billion. Only 20% of what they had bought. So, of what they had bought, think about back to the beginning of what was bought. They only were able to get rid of 20% of that before what? before a financial market seized up and the economy risked tanking a nosedive. And that was only 20%, only 20%. So think back, like I said, remember that blue line, that blue line of what they bought? They had bought a lot. 
And then of that blue line, when they started to sell, only 20% they were able to get rid of until markets seized up. That is why a recession is coming. And that was only at a $2 trillion balance sheet. We're now at $8 trillion and the Federal Reserve, they keep talking about soft landings. There is not gonna be a soft landing. History is a great teacher. And I get it, well, Clay, but there, there's this, that, and the other. And that's actually fine, that, that's a, a fair rebuttal. But again, it was only 20%. So even with that, let's say it's, it's better. Well, I mean, this isn't even close. I read, well, but the labor market is super, super strong. Okay, but again, they were last time only 20%, only 20. And now the balance sheet is that much larger. And I keep repeating myself, but like I said, this information is new to me here. Uh, like I said, in my mind, it was already kind of obvious enough. Like, wait, what? Yeah, okay, so the, the, the bond market is, is losing the biggest buyer and the biggest buyer is turning to its biggest seller. Well, yeah, that's got catastrophe written all over it. But then when you see this, a recession is coming. And this is all supposed to start in June when they're supposed to start reducing the balance sheet. So June is gonna be where things get really, really interesting. We'll see if the Fed actually does it or are they just gonna all of a sudden, uh-oh, are the financial markets gonna seize up again? Are they gonna hold strong? Are they gonna keep going? Like I said, grab your popcorn, but all of this, you know, we're fighting inflation, hasn't even really begun yet because they have not even done this prong, which is by far the biggest prong of no longer buying bonds, but actually selling them. So we'll see what happens with it, but I think a recession is coming for those reasons, and by all means, disagree with me, uh, but like I said, and I'll concede the fact where it's maybe a little apples and oranges in the sense of, but the labor market's so much stronger, but I'm telling you right now, my counterpoint to that is, yeah, but this last time when they were only able to do 20%, that was with a two trillion balance sheet. Now we're at eight trillion balance sheet. So in my mind, that's gonna be a tidal wave that way overwhelms the whole, oh yeah, but we have a strong labor market or any other reason that you could give me. Again, my rebuttal is gonna be, and you know, you're not wrong, but yeah, last time it was two trillion and they were still only able to do 20%. So we'll, we'll see what happens with it. But like, let me know your thoughts down below. Uh, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there is some sort of blind spot, but uh, you know, in understanding how the money printing work, how the bond market works, I think, I, I think recession, I think we're in for a very, very, very bumpy landing. So like I said, leave me your thoughts down below. Hit the like button. Do you, do you enjoy these videos? Do you enjoy these kind of current event type videos? Also, let me know that down below. Hit that like button. Check out the channel. And if you like what you see, hopefully you decide to become a subscriber as I would definitely love to have you as a subscriber. Everybody take care. And uh, yeah, buckle up. First off, thanks so much for watching the entire video. Real quick, before you go, I wanna invite you to a live webinar, web class, training, workshop, online event, whatever you wanna call it, but it will be me live revealing to you what I discovered that has allowed me to transform myself from being an employee to being my own boss, including how I had only one losing day out of 73 days in total. I'm going to cover three keys that have helped me unlock profitable consistency within the markets. The first key is super weird, but in a productive type of way. The second key is super awesome because it quite literally is wired into our DNA as humans, making it very easy to use. 
but in a cruel way, this becomes a pitfall for many traders. I'll explain it all though, including how to avoid the pitfall that it creates for some. And yeah, the third key, when you hear it, sounds way too good, way too, good to be true, but it's not, and I'll show you how it all works. Then at the end, I open it up for a question and answer session that is, again, totally live. Even if you can't make the live session, please still sign up as it will be recorded, and you can go back and watch the replay that I will send you. Click the image on the screen or click the link down in the description box so you can get the date and time and claim your spot, which I should note is limited due to the fact that this truly is a live event. If you have any questions, let me know. If not, I'll be seeing you soon.